0: Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It's pen up talk and publicity talk with Diana Prince. I have not done my podcast in so long. And of course, I am limited with my time right now. Hopefully I can get through this um, without any interruption. It's a bit chilly in here, even though it is summertime in the, in, um, the desert here in Las Vegas. So I wanted to do this podcast because I really didn't have time. To cover this topic on video yesterday, I want to get back into recording more video for my pen up talk show. But I just ran out of time yesterday. So you have to excuse my voice. Excuse me. It's 630 in the morning. And like I said, it's a bit chilly in here. We've got some fans going. So someone asked me about the pinup industry, the marketing, um, well, the market for pinup. And I'm assuming they mean like, is it lucrative? Um, what part of the industry or how are people making money in the pinup industry? I'm, I'm assuming that he was talking about the money side of it. Um, supply and demand. Yes, there is a demand for pinup. Um, I'll say, first of all, there is a big up, Bigger pinup industry than most people know that is out there. It's definitely worldwide. It's definitely not anything new. I know that lately all of these retro things and reboots and things like that are coming back and people are starting to focus um, a lot on the past. But pinup has been around as far as modern. Uh, for a while. It's been popular for a long time. There's lots of clubs, groups, pages, uh, diehard pinup fans. And there's different styles within pinup. There are different eras within pinup. So there are lots of people involved. There are hairstylists, there are photographers, there are models, there are clothing designers, magazines, Everything that uh, regular modeling or mainstream modeling has, PenUp pretty much has on its own level. And there are different professionals and different people at different skill levels and experience levels within PenUp, just like within any other type of the entertainment business, photography, modeling. There are people that are just beginning there are people that have been doing it for a while. There are people who don't have that much knowledge on what they're doing, um, but are able to ses- successfully pull it off from time to time. There are people who definitely know what they're doing and they know the history of pinup. There are people who specialize in pinup or vintage or vintage boudoir. These are people that have vast knowledge. And direct experience on pinup or vintage and or vintage boudoir so they specialize in it they're an expert that that's their expertise that's their forte that's their their niche so to speak now just like within every industry there are people who are at the top of the industry the top of their fields within the industry and this very much includes photographers. There are photographers who are well-known and, and some that are more well-known than others. There are photographers who are making top dollar and making a lot of money doing pen-up photography, specifically pen-up style photography. There are photographers who are doing more than just making a living. They have full blown studios, props, a styling team, just like there are pinup and vintage stylists, hairstylists and makeup artists that specialize and that are at the top of their fields within the pinup industry. They have credits and their resume and the experience um of a a true professional. And they're at the top of their game. They're making good money what they're doing. They're doing what they're doing full time. And they've made a name for themselves. There are pinup stylists who are extremely popular and have also transcended or crossed over, if you will, into the mainstream, but still do the vintage and the pinup in the mainstream it's just a big company or a big artist decided they wanted a vintage look and that's what i mean by crossing over and there are also pinups pinup models who are at the top of their game they're well known if you talk to anybody in the pinup industry as far as within magazine publication or fans Um, and or other models and photographers, they're going to know these specific models. They're well known. They've been on the cover of the top pinup magazines. They've worked with one or more of the top pinup photographers in the industry, in the world. They've accomplished a lot, including building huge fan bases and following of a tremendous amount. Now when I look at the numbers in penup the numbers are going to be are smaller than say something high fashion like a high fashion photographer a high fashion model a high fashion clothing brand a high fashion uh, magazine but the numbers are very high within penup there are pen- magazines there are very few but then again there aren't that many mainstream, fashion magazines that have millions and millions and millions of followers on social media. There are pinup-based magazines that have been around for a while, and there are a few that have millions of followers. There are a few pinup models, very few, that have millions, that are into the millions. There are, I wouldn't say a lot, but there are more that have hundreds of thousands of followers. I mean 300, 500, 800,000 uh, followers, 1 million followers. So the numbers are there. The numbers are big. The same thing with photographers. There are pen-up photographers that have been doing it for a long time. They don't normally shoot anything else other than penup or vintage. This is their niche. This is their specialty. This is how they built their brand. And they also have hundreds of thousands of followers or millions into the millions. This is taking them a long time of establishing themselves specifically within the pinup industry and gaining a, a fan base of people who seriously love their work. Now, with that said, there are also clothing companies that we know of what Katie did, or yeah, what Katie did, um, Betty Page lingerie. There's a lot, just like there's lingerie brands like Victoria's Secret, etc. cetera, et cetera, Frederick's of Hollywood that are well known. They've been known for a very, very long time, but there are pinup brands. There are lingerie brands that a lot of pinup models and photographers know about. They have just like the photographers and models I've mentioned have established their brand within the pinup and vintage industry. The models that they use, the styling, the other garments that are in the pictures everything is a vintage look for them to sell their hosiery or their bra line or their uh, bustiers and girdles. And they're well known, they a lot of them. Are, are pricey as well. Here in Las Vegas, we have like two, maybe three stores that specialize specifically in pinup and vintage clothing or reproductions. And it, they're not expensive. They're just not. I mean, they're not inexpensive. Uh, whether you call them expensive or not, they're definitely not inexpensive clothing. But there are, again, boutiques and there are so many online stores but there are brands that are sold online and that are known within the industry very popular and because of that or you know the chicken or the egg however they have a lot of followers as well hundreds of thousands you know well into 300 400 500,000 it depends on the brand but they're well known and from what I can see, I've always felt this, and that's why I really don't spend that much time on anything modern, modern fashion, modern music, because I am stuck in the past, and I've always felt, even though I don't always follow my own advice, I've always felt that if someone focused on one area of study, one area of expertise, and created a specialty for themselves, a niche, something not just unique, but something that is going to be be the basis, the style of their brand. And they focus on that one thing, pen up only, modern only, um, lingerie only, whatever. I've always felt that they could have success quicker because you are focusing everything, your time, your money your daily focus, your energy, your dedication, and you know things like being motivated and driven. You're using all of that in one area, one segregated area. And I think that you're going to see more success and more positive results if you were to do that. When I look at the people that I've mentioned that are at the top of their field and all of the people that are, at the top of at their of their own game may not reach the level of the other people. Everybody has the same thing in common as far as being involved heavily into pen up. I don't see that many people that are really successful in one style of photography and then become extremely successful in Pen-Up. Most of the success stories that I have to tell people that I've interviewed, people that I've worked with, they all specialize in pinup and vintage. This means they have the knowledge. When you work with a pinup photographer that specializes in pinup and vintage and has for years and years and years, you already know that they have the knowledge on pinup. If you mention people other than Betty Page, other than Marilyn Monroe, other than Sophia Loren, they're going to know who you're talking about. They don't have to look up stuff necessarily um, when you're recreating different looks or you're talking about a 1940s era versus a 1950s. If you mention other actresses that were popular, other models that were popular during the pinup eras of the 40s and 50s, they're going to know who you're talking about. They're going to know what style you're talking about. They also know about the photography, the style of photography that is needed for the pinup magazines of today. That's very important. A lot of pinup photographers that specialize in pinup and vintage have resources and connections as far as in publication. They may even be on staff and be a be an official photographer of that magazine that's going to be a bonus when you're working with them that also says the magazine has given them um the the go-ahead the green light and said your work has been amazing consistently it's definitely pin up it's definitely high quality everything has been great we've always accepted your work and now we're saying You can call yourself an official photographer of this magazine and every set, pretty much every set, unless just something varies dramatically in the quality, every set that you take and submit will be published. A lot of people, a lot of girls want to work with a photographer for that reason. When it comes to process of elimination, that is going to be a bonus Because they're saying, wow, I'm definitely, definitely going to be published in this magazine. It might be a magazine they've never been in. And it might be a magazine that they want a really good chance at not only getting into, but actually landing the cover of. So they shoot with one of their staff photographers. It makes sense. When you talk about fashion, when I talk about fashion, um, the entertainment industry, There are publications, magazines that do not and will not ever take submissions ever. They never have and they never will in order to be inside, whether it's an ad, you know, through an ad agency or something, um, or whether it's featured um, in a fashion editorial or in an article on something not only does the model have to be perfect the, the styling high quality all of this costs money the the wardrobe has to be perfect it has to flatter her it has to fit the style of the magazine it has to fit the autumn issue or the winter issue etc cetera, etc cetera, the theme and the style of the magazine but the images have to be taken by their staff photographer this means the only way you're ever going to be in that magazine or on the cover is by living or flying to the city where that photographer lives. And that photographer, nine or a good solid out of 10 times, especially when we're talking like Vogue or Mademoiselle, those type of magazines, um, the bridal magazines in style magazines like that. The photographers live in the same city of the magazine. Now, there are ways to book with a photographer. If you happen to know them, maybe they've been asked to find models. But again, 80% of the time, the models that you see in magazines like that and on the cover were booked through an agent, not through a manager, not on their own, not through a photographer, not through a friend, but through an agent an agency submitted their pictures, and everything goes from there. And I know the entire process. But the only way you're gonna be in those magazines is if you shoot with those photographers. And it's not about you paying them, because the magazine pays. So it's about having an agent and living in or flying to the city where they live in. And there's no other way of doing it. It doesn't matter how fabulous your images are, They're not going to accept them because they don't accept submissions. So there you go. But back to what I was saying, when it comes to pen-up magazines, there are certain ones that do have staff photographers, and that's going to be a bonus when, again, when models are going through process of elimination on who they want to pay to photograph them. It can be this, you know, as far as photographers paying models, pinup I don't see much of it I do know one one very popular I mean she's got millions of followers she's more of a fetish and she's definitely a modern day pinup she's got tattoos piercings she does the latex things like that um, she I've heard her say things about not shooting with photographers because they don't pay so I'm assuming that that is something that can be common in the pen-up industry, but it's not something that I hear about all the time. In fact, it's actually the opposite. I can name three models, probably closer to five right now off the top of my head that are very well known in the pen-up industry and have millions of followers have been on the cover of all the major magazines and they pay top photographers or a specific top pinup photographer to photograph them and I've read their stories online about how they were saving money or raising money or they couldn't afford to do as many shoots as they wanted and I actually seen I have saw one pinup that I follow who's very popular and has been for since before I, I began she's been doing it and she's been on the cover of everything I've seen her take I saw her take a break and when she came back she had done it appeared to be maybe two shoots with two different photographers who happen to be very well known and are at the top of their fields within the pinup industry uh, I know she paid them I know that they don't do trade um, that it has nothing to do with that. The point is she had taken a break, obviously gotten her money together because she was one of the people who mentioned, you know, not being able to afford the shoots that she wants as often as she wants. So she took a break. She did what again would appeared to be maybe two shoots with uh, two different photographers, very well known. And then boom right away her next like three times that she was published were, were magazine covers just like that i think she had two magazine covers at the same time which has definitely happened to me um and then i i don't know if she was in public if she was published in something else i of course she can she could be published in, published in everything with the type of images that she gets from those photographers And that's how they make the money. That's why top pinup models are more than willing. And it's just normal for this for for them um, to invest because they want to be in certain magazines. So that's what it comes down to. There are the pinup clothing brands that I mentioned. Now they use their own photographers most of the time. We're not talking about um, hiring social media influencers and posting pictures that customers have, you know, and models in different states that they're sending items to and they're having random photographers. No. The top pinup brands, as far as clothing and things like that, they all have their own photographer. Either they're the one doing it um, or they have their own staff photographers. So, again, it all comes down to, okay, the supply and demand, where is it coming from? A lot of the Up magazines, I really don't know the numbers on this. I just know that I can name so many, past and present, you know, and, and currently still around um, and doing well, that are owned by Up photographers. Again, these are Up photographers who are well-known. I really don't know what came first for them. I think with some of them they'd been doing pinup photography and vintage photography for a long time. So then eventually along the way they created their magazine. And you know all the cross promotion and there you have it. But they are in fact really good, excellent pinup photographers and they specialize in pinup um, or modern day pen up or vintage boudoir, and then they happen to have a magazine that we all know about in our industry, it's taken, again, years for them to build their brand. If you are photographed by them, you are definitely going to be in their magazine. That's not the only way. But if you invest in the money to be photographed by them, you are definitely 100% going to be in their magazine. So that's something else that's going on too, for those of you who don't know. A lot of photographers are the ones that own the pin-up magazines that we're, sub- that we're all submitting to. So for them, I don't, well, the ones that I know pretty much do it full-time, I don't see them um, lacking in clients. I, I mean, who knows, because there are people who don't post everything. Um, but they seem to be doing pretty well. And again, they are known in the industry, not as the person that owns this magazine, but they are no, more so or definitely, totally known in the industry for being a high quality, well-known pen photographer. So they, that would be a bonus when models are going through, or just clients, non-models or companies, when they're going through the process of elimination they think, well, you know, I can shoot with this photographer and they're going to produce great images. Or I can shoot with this photographer, they're going to produce great images. But I will definitely be in a magazine. And I might add these are magazines that once again are popular within the industry. So you've got so many bonuses going on here, you have a photographer that has knowledge actually has knowledge I mean, I wish I could put that in capital letters on pen-up history and vintage starlets. They have that knowledge. They've had it. They know what's going on when you say, I want to, to do 1940s. They know what to expect when you say you want to do 1960s. They are obviously up on current events and the pinup industry as far as publication because they have their own publication. So they know... What style of images are needed. They know the type of quality that is needed for images to come out looking excellent in a printed publication. Um, A lot of them have their own studios. So now, again, you're getting into another thing that's a bonus. This is a major thing because lots of people who shoot pinup, whether they are not models, whether it's a company... Who needs models photographed or whether it's a model again model or non-model there are people who shoot pen that don't know how to do their own styling so there are pinup photographers again the top ones in our industry the most popular ones have stylists on board they have a styling team when you go to book a shoot with them, when you call them and contact them, they're going to have several packages for you. And within the packages, you can choose whether you want hair and makeup, only hair, only makeup, hair, makeup, and wardrobe. Now there's another huge bonus. Shooting with a photographer that has knowledge on pinup, that has experience and has been doing this Has a styling team available, of course, for a rate, for a package rate. And they have the wardrobe. I'm here to tell you what I know. There are a lot of people who shoot pinup all the time. There's people who've never at all ever shot pinup. And they do not have pinup wardrobe. Or they don't have it for every single shoot. Maybe they had it when you wanted to do cheesecake pinup, 1950s. But when it came down to going back to 1940s vintage, they didn't have the wardrobe. Maybe they had the wardrobe for the first two shoots or the first two looks, but they want to do a third look and they don't have the wardrobe. Having wardrobe in a variety of sizes from 1920s, 1930s, 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, All of the eras that we do, that is going to be a bonus, even if it's pent-up clothing that looks vintage and not exactly vintage. Then we're talking about props. We're talking about studios. These are always going to be a bonus, period, for someone to be able to drive to your location, your studio, or a hotel suite, or an outdoor location that you have rented or secured and found. It's going to be a bonus when you're working with a photographer who already does that. I'm not going to get into this right now because I've already talked about this, but I have worked with photographers that I'll never work with again because they said that they could shoot high quality images at a certain location that they've never been to and they didn't go there ahead of time to check out what they needed as far as lighting And when we got there and it was said and done, the pictures were horrible. I look at their images that they post because I research everyone before I work with them. Or I book one of my clients or models to work with them. And the images were good. Good enough for me to say yes. Come on by. You know, me and my models will be at this location. But the bottom line is they weren't prepared Um, And they definitely said that they could produce high quality, which they did not. So when you're working with somebody who specializes, there's not going to be much of a variation in the quality. They're going to be consistent. That's one thing that the consumer is going to need to know about before they spend the money. And to me, that has everything to do with locations. If you have your own studio... This could be in, in your home, in a house. This could be, um, I've, I had a photographer photograph me twice at a dance studio, in a dance studio room with all the mirrors, the slick hardwood floors, the bars on the, you know, sides uh, for the ballet dancers. And he would set up his entire studio setup and we would still have so much room because it's a huge area. And he would rent that space. I've seen photographers that do shoots specifically at hotel suites only because they specialize in boudoir. And they spend their money and they set up shoots all day long. They even set up their own um, backdrops and things in a hotel suite. I've seen this. So again, when you're talking about people paying... There are a lot of models that don't or non-models that want to shoot pinup that don't know and don't have their own locations. They don't have um, a little studio in, in their home. They don't have, you know, strategic places that they've been to before that have the type of setting that's good for pinup. They don't have the knowledge on where to find places like that. So it's like going to a one stop shop, you know, you book a photo shoot with a well known pinup photographer who has built their brand on it, specializes in it, and has achieved so much success, including the reputation of quality within the pinup industry, then, you know, your mind is at ease, you're like, okay, I don't have any locations, whatever, but they have a studio, you know, that means they have props, They have the lighting that is needed. They have shot there and photographed there often. They already know what to do. They know how to set up their lighting. They've already taken pictures there that have produced high quality, that their clients love. They've already taken pictures in their studio that have been published, that have landed covers of magazines, of pinup magazines. So, you know, it's kind of like, there's your insurance. You know that the images are gonna be high quality. They're stylists. They have the same styling team that they've had for a while, so you know what to expect. You can see the images that were taken there in their studio, and the styling was done by their stylist that will be styling you. So, it, you know, it's all about the specialty. If I had to say one thing about the people who are making money, who are making a solid extra income or people who are making their income completely and then taking it a step further for people who are doing very well, it's the specialty, it's specializing, it's being an expert, it's the expertise and that's really what it comes down to somebody who's been doing what they've been doing for years. I've worked with photographers that were so good and have never shot pen up a day in their life. And we produce positive results from our very first shoot and every shoot that we've done since then. And they've never photographed anyone else in pen-up. It's just something they decided to do with me. They know exactly what they're doing when it comes to photography. They left everything else up to me. Because I am professional pen up and we produce positive results beyond my expectations. There are photographers who are going to be in the position to do that, whether they have a studio or not. They can produce high quality images every single time. And they may not know that much about pen up history. You know, so they're not sought, you know, because they're not a specialist, they're not sought after by people in the pinup industry and that's what I'm saying within the pinup industry yes there's money because there are companies and there are models who are more than willing to pay and are used to paying pinup photographers but not photographers who produce low quality or decent quality not photographers that don't have bonuses and extras to offer not photographers whose quality is inconsistent inconsistent you know at one shoot it was high quality the next shoot low quality Um, they don't know what style images you need for magazine publication that's going to set you apart from people like that if you do have that knowledge, you do have that experience, and you specialize specifically within pinup. So yes, if I had to say, is there money within the pinup industry? Definitely yes. Because, you know, all over the world, there are pinup contests, there are pinup pageants, there are huge pinup events. And for all of these things, from the housewife to, you know, the dental student, to the part-time pinup, to the pinup fan, to someone who wants to build a career in pinup, all the way up to the top pinups in the world, in our industry. When they attend these events, they enter these contests, they need stylists, they need wardrobe, they need photography. Most, most, this is definitely not all, of the pinups that are well known are very into being published, being published in pinup magazines specifically. So that is why they do the photo shoots that they do. A lot of the ones that are very well known and have hundreds of thousands or millions or a million followers, they have their own websites. They sell autograph 8x10s. They sell autograph copies of magazines that they've been in. They have posters printed up. These are the same thing with pageant pinups that enter pageants. They need images that they have permission to print and so they can autograph them and give them away or autograph them and sell them. There are pinups that do a yearly calendar. They go to certain photographers only to produce these calendars. Or they may work with a couple of different photographers, but they pay to get the images and the copyrights so they can not only print, but they can sell their calendar. And they put it on their website and they do that. There are well-known pinups that have hundreds of thousands of followers or more And on their websites, they have memberships where you can join and pay to join. And you can have access to certain areas, to restricted areas. Once you pay, you have access to them. They, nine times out of 10, you still have to have permission from your photographer if you're doing anything where you're going to be making money, especially with printing. But again, I won't get into that either. All I'm saying is that Yes, so there's another side of it, pageants, events, and photo shoots, not photo shoots that are just for magazine publication, but photo shoots that are for producing images. They can print, autograph, and sell, print, autograph, and hand out at an event, and images to update their website so they can keep their fans that are paying to be a member of their website. So there are models who pay for that too, as well. So there's money, there's money. And like I said, there are pinup clothing companies that have staff pinup photographers. I know one of the known pinup clothing companies here in Las Vegas has one photographer, I don't know how long they've been working with them. But I know it's been years and it's the same photographer. So I'm sure he gets paid Um, For the events that they do and to update their catalog and their website and things like that. So there are many ways, like I said, in the pinup industry for a photographer to make money. Now, as far as pinup models, you know, and photographers, I will just flat out say something that is obvious and that we all know no matter what the emotions are, uh, pinup magazines do not pay you. People are astonished to find out that magazine owners are making money, but they're not paying. First of all, it's a lot of work, and I'm not going to get into that either. Um, But people are astonished to, to, to find out that not even the cover models are making any money. And a lot of times, the cover models don't even get a free issue, not even one. People are astonished to know that information photographers who submit are not making money. The majority of staff photographers at pin-up magazines are not making any money from the magazines. Columnists, people who write, um, monthly contributors who are contributing high quality material and content, every issue on a regular basis, um, bringing fans, bringing again new content which brings the models to the magazine pages which brings sales they are not getting paid and they're on staff they're in they're a f- officially you know one of the magazines photographers and they're not being paid for that title so why do people do it why do people um, invest because number one exposure when you're talking about one of the top pinup up magazines look at their reach look at the traffic on their page. That means that they have a lot of readers. That means people who are actually buying copies. That means they're going to see you. So the exposure, number one, advertisement and promotion. Advertising and promoting and promotion is not free. It's never been free. People think because of the internet, they have access to do all of this free promotion. In essence, you still have to pay for the internet. And you still have to pay to produce what you've done that you're showcasing online. But for the most part, promotion, marketing, and advertising, when you are reaching a lot of people, is never going to be free. So I consider it, and the majority of people who submit to pin-up magazines consider it equal trade. Much like a professional pinup model and professional pinup up photographer coming together and neither one of them charging neither one of them paying a lot of people are willing to do that and they consider it equal trade some people are only willing to do it with certain people some people are not willing to do it at all and it depends on you know the situation it depends on the the individual but the exposure is huge advertising a promotion once again If you want to take out an ad in a mainstream fashion magazine, it's going to cost you. It does not cost you if your images are accepted into a pennant magazine. So advertising a promotion for free, the exposure for free. Now, again, you're investing money in your makeup, your wardrobe, your photographer. The photographer's invested money in his photography equipment, studio, props, Wardrobe, etc, why do people spend so much money to be in certain magazines? What else is there? how do, are they can they or how do they make money? well, photographers for photographers it 's a little bit easier because you can build a clientele base that are mainly models that want to shoot pen up whether they 're doing it part time or full time and they are specifically coming to you because they want to be published in a pinup magazine. So that means that's how you're making money. They are paying you, they are coming to you. There are people who are not pinup models, don't wanna be pinup models. They're fans of pinup. They've always wanted to get dolled up. They wanna get pampered. They wanna feel special. They wanna look special they want the wardrobe included. They want a full day of, you know, of pampering and escaping from their life and being able to transform. They do that. They spend hundreds to do that. And they also want to be in a pinup magazine. They figure, you know, if I have that opportunity, why not? I'm not trying to get exposure. I'm not trying to build a fan base. I'm not trying to become a marketing, you know, a marketable penup. I'm I'm not trying to do anything, but it it's a bonus and it would be nice. So they're going to come to you and say, "I would love to do that. You know, I'd like to have this once in my life. I'd like to be published in a magazine." So those that's where the money comes from specifically because the penup magazines are not paying you. Um, So who's paying you? Your clients. And this goes back to everything I said in the very beginning of this podcast episode. People pay photographers that specialize in pinup because of their expertise, because of their experience, because of the resources they have, because of the tools they have, because of the connections they may have. And basically overall, It's because of all of the bonuses and just the overall expertise of someone who specializes in something. Because you're paying them for their time, for their knowledge, and for their experience. And then you're actually paying for the props, the studio lights, the studio, and um, if you hire a stylist, them as well. So that's why people are doing it. As far as um, a photographers making money, as far as pin-up models, it's a little bit trickier. It's a little bit more difficult to zoom in on how each and every one makes money. It's, everybody's making money in different ways. For those that are making money from their fans, directly from their fans, because they're not getting paid to be in magazines, um, that's why they shoot. They shoot to get new content so they can sell to their fans. So they can print an autograph for their fans. And that's how they're making their money. But a lot of pinup models are also pinup stylists. And quite a few are getting into pinup photography. So they may be making their money a lot of different ways. Some pinup models are social media influencers, fashion influencers, fashion bloggers. So they want to have a huge following. When you're published in a magazine, because of the cross promotion, it's going to increase your followers. If you're published in a pennant magazine that is extremely popular, not only are people, lots of people going to see your images, and that's other other photographers, other pinup models, designers, etc. in print, when they buy an issue, they're going to find you online as well because of the cross-promotion that happens once you're published. So if you're trying to build a fan base that's going to order things and buy things, then publication is important because it's going to bring more followers to you as a model. And for those that are actually getting paid by certain photographers to shoot, I don't think it hurts by being published in a top pinup magazine because it's going to add to your worth. Why? Because there's people that want to specifically work with you because of just that reason. So when I hear photographers say they don't submit to pinup magazines because they're not getting paid by them and they're just using them and using their content, it takes a lot of work to put out one issue it takes years and years and years to, to have 3 million followers. Um, and everything has to be quality if you're at that point. It takes a lot of work. And like I said, the exposure is free. The advertisement is free. Promotion, cross-promotion. And at the end of the day, if you're not making money on your photography... That's because of you. That has nothing to do with pinup and it has nothing to do with pinup publications because I, I know these, I, I've worked with these people. i work with these girls um, that pay, that are more than willing to pay. I've seen pinup photographers that have $99 specials, one look. I've seen pinup photographers that have $299 specials, one look, two edits only. I've seen pennant photographers that charge an average of $500 per shoot and you get three images. I know of pennant photographers that charge $300 and will give you 10 edits and you can shoot as many looks as you want. There are different packages depending on if you show up camera ready, if you have your own styling, if you have your own wardrobe. If you want to do one set, if you want to do two sets, three sets, it's going to vary. There are photographers that do extra super editing and photoshopping of images and charge extra for those. There are photographers that charge extra for um, the rights to have images published or the rights to print images and sell them or give them away. So there are people making money. You can look at their rates. Everything is, you know, I would say on average, a discounted shoot would be about $250. This is on average. You know, photographers travel here from all over the world, travel here to Las Vegas once a year for Viva, which is the biggest rockabilly event in the entire world. The person who started it was given his own day the Tom Ingram day here in Las Vegas, because it's been, I think, 22 years solid every single year of Viva here in Las Vegas. It brings tens of thousands of people, including pen-ups, pen-up vendors, stylists, photographers, models, even the Associated Press, bands, uh, designers, magazine owners, everything pen-up and rockabilly. And there are pinup photographers that only come to Vegas once a year when this happens. They set up shoots at studios. They set up shoots at hotels mainly and other locations that they have to pay for. And they make their money. Their rates are usually 200 and up. That's the average. And that can be without styling. So if you want to add styling, some of them don't even have stylists, but some of them do. So you're talking another $50 to $100, depending on what you want done. Some of them don't provide wardrobe at all. And it's $200 for the shoot. So it depends on, you know, who, what, when, where, why, and how. But yes, there are photographers all over the world making money from people who need pictures for their pageants, pinup pageants, people pin-up models that need pictures for pinup publication, designers, hairstylists, uh, clothing companies that need photography for their pinup, pinup models that need pinup photography for their websites to make money, to sell pictures, not just for publication, and to have printed so they can sell them. So there's quite a few different ways and different people who are paying people in the pen-up industry. And I would say that it's quite obvious that if everybody's different, that's the one thing that people have in common that are making money on a regular basis. Photographers, they are pen photographers. They specialize in pen and they have a lot of resources to offer every, every single client, every single shoot, and they're consistent with what they're doing. And there's so many bonuses to working with them to paying them to photograph you. There's so many bonuses. So there you go. (laughs) It's over 50 minutes of my podcast, it's going to end soon, but I'm going to end it sooner. I want to thank everybody for the support online. I hope this answers um the question or that I've covered the topic thoroughly. There is definitely money in the pinup industry and uh it's not new. It's nothing new. It's continuing to grow. And we definitely have our own industry. We have our own magazines. We have our own um, you know, book authors that write about pinup. We have our own designers. We have our own photographers, stylists, and models, and more. So the money is there. It's about networking, connecting with the people, and establishing your brand within the pinup industry, because that's the only way people are going to know you. If you work with someone who's already involved in the pinup industry, that's a great way to start. And by gaining publication in pinup magazines. Because I'm telling you, at the end of the day, non-models, part-time models, amateur models, full-on professional, at-the-top-of-their-game models, pinup, they want to be in pinup magazines. I've made money for years because of just that factor. They may have no other... Goals in life now. Um, in pinup. Or they may have so many goals and gaining publication is helping them with their goals and gaining publication is specifically one of their goals. So there are lots of people out there like that. Unfortunately, it's 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 hard here in Las Vegas to find a lot of amateur pinups that have the money and the budget to pay, but make no mistake, um, it doesn't mean that uh, they wouldn't if they didn't have the money. A lot of them are not even used to it because they're not used to the pen-up industry and how things work at all. So there you have it. The money is there. Um, it depends on your clientele. You have to build your clientele, and so many people want to be in pen magazines. I've had photographers come to me and say, I want to photograph you, and I'm not going to charge you, <laughs> and they said, you know, I, would you be willing to shoot trade with me, and I, I asked them, why, why me, why would you offer me trade, you're a great photographer, blah, 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 um, and they're like, I've never done pinup, and I wanted to start off by working with a professional pinup model. I've never been published in a pinup magazine, and I thought working with you would produce those type of results. And they were right, and we did. So there you have it. It's, there, there's definitely money there, and um, it, just, it takes time to establish yourself and establish your brand. The more you bring to the table that is specifically within the pinup style, that's how you're going to get more paying clients on a regular basis. So again, thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. I'll see you guys online. This has been Pen Up Talk and Publicity Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.